Hi guys, I'm Marquita Harris, the Working Money Editor for Essence, and I'm seated with two amazing, very colorful, beautiful women by my side. Um, to my right, in the green, I have Michelle Thornton G. Uh, Michelle is the EVP of Business Development for Endeavor Global Marketing. And I have, in this beautiful mustard yellow, uh, Vanita J. Clements, who is the Senior VP of Human Resources for Nationwide. Hi, ladies. Hello. How are you guys doing? <laughs> so today we're just going to just kind of have a conversation about career and um, hit some questions that I'm sure some of you guys are going to be interested in. But to start, I kind of do want to give people just a gist of who you are and where you come from. So I'm going to start with Vanita. What was your very, very, very first job? The first job you ever got a paycheck for? Church's oh. fried chicken. Yes. <laughs> So, you know, when you're in and it was right out of high school. Okay. So my friends were there and they thought, let's uh, we can get you a job there. And when I got there, uh, it was interesting. They wanted me to work on Christmas Day. Well, that's a big holiday for oh, my wow. family. Uh, and at that point, I decided no more church's chicken. Okay. I went into retail <laughs> okay, and okay. Uh, made my way over into human resources. What did it feel like to get that first paycheck? Good. Okay. Okay. Felt that's, really that's good. That's what I want to hear. Yes. Because I think a lot good. of times our first jobs, it, it kind of sets a stage for either what we maybe want to do or what we never want to do again. That's just, so. that's true. It's a learning experience either yes. way. Yeah. And I want to know, Michelle, your very, very first job. Can I, you know, in Oakland fashion, I have to do this, right? Yes. So my very first job, I didn't get a paycheck, but I got so much more. And okay. sometimes we're chasing the paycheck and we don't even look at the other value that is being yeah. given to us. So my Amen. very first job, my dad owned a small restaurant and every Saturday morning I would be like, oh God, please let the footsteps go past my room. <laughs> so I do not have to get up and go clean okay. chitlins. Okay. Yes. Um, but what it taught me, and I didn't realize it until I got older, what a work ethic I had because that he gave me that opportunity opportunity, not only to interact with people, build relationships, network, yeah. but girl, I could clean some shit. I like, love don't it. Know <laughs> what was uh, the name of your dad's restaurant? Uh, it was called Walt's Hickory Pit. Okay. And it was okay. in Oakland, California. Yes. Um, and he passed away. And if anybody knows my story, a lot of my journey has been, um, to honor him and his name and his work ethic. So I sit here today, the executive I am, because I did work for free and I did understand that sometimes you just have to put it in before you get yeah. where you're supposed to go. Okay, so how old were you when you were working for your dad? Yeah, I started at 12. Okay, okay. Is that, is that well, he ain't here, so they can't no, go get him. Is no, that against the labor no, laws? No, not, not for family. That's right. 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 Exactly. <laughs> not for family. And not when you weren't getting paid, technically, but you were yeah. getting experience. Right. So let's fast forward a little bit. Um, how did both of you kind of, if you can, dig into the journey of how you got into the roles that you're in now with these amazing companies? So I can start first. Um, for me, um, you know, coming out of high school, going into college, um, it was very important that I land a job because I like to learn and I like to do different things. I have different passions. I wanted to work for a company that I could move around in. Okay. So if okay. I want to do something different, I don't have to start over again. Yep. So I, I started with a company um, in which I was in sales. And I was blowing sales out the water, 200% of objective. Something happened when I wanted to manage people. I remember managing people and they did not care about meeting 200% of the objective. And so I had to really find out what is it that you're here for then? Why did you choose this company? And that I learned that when you get 
or when you tap into the motivational triggers mm -hmm. for people, that's when they excel. Okay. Th yeah. It was then that I moved into human resources, uh, and that's been about 20 years ago, and I've never looked back. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. And that's so true. Like, it is true. To, yeah, you have to kind of get, you have to find it yourself often when you're on the job. You right. Be, you know, self-starter. But what about you, well, let me just say, you're going to keep a job, okay? <laughs> you on the sales side. We're always hustling for a job. Everything sales. Um, <laughs> you know, a lot of people know my journey, but I had an amazing opportunity um, to work for Viacom, BET Networks, and had an opportunity to um, create the first network for black women, which is BET Her. Yeah. Uh, and I had done all that. And I, I say this, I don't say it on camera often, but I'm just going to be super transparent because I think black women need to hear this, mm -hmm. is that I don't care how many books you've written or what your title is, sometimes you're still invisible um, to corporate America on equal pay day to yeah. get your right pay based on the contribution you've given. Mm -hmm. So um, I decided that it was time for me to make a move and to go to a powerhouse company. And I don't believe there's any company more powerful, at least in the entertainment, sports, culture business than Endeavor. If you know, we own William Morris Agency, yeah. IMG, IMG Sports. But in the center of that sits Endeavor Global Marketing. So there's this little agency, which is actually the 800 people that actually control the narrative for a lot of clients so that we do business brands. for. Yeah. yeah. And so we allow them to touch culture in a way that really makes sense. And I wanted to be on that side of the business. Listen, when you're a black woman, you have to allow yourself to make the decision when you move and go. I'm not allowing Oof, anybody to make that decision for me. Did, did, did y'all catch that? Uh, it's, it's just true. <laughs> and so, so I true. jumped before yeah. they pushed me, right? Yeah, because the television landscape is amazing. I just ended up in a great place. And the last thing I want to say about this it's sisterhood matters. And there's a woman by the name of Bozema St. John, who's our CMO, yes. who's a fierce sister herself. And she advocated for me. And we have to do that for one another. There yeah. is room for more than just we one of us. Advocate. It's a, it's a trick when they tell you it's not. Yeah. And I'm sure, especially being in HR, it's all about like you have to, you know, you got to have you people know, in your corner. It's one of the things that I find most important when you have African-American young women coming into a company, starting their career. It's sometimes the first time they've had an opportunity to yeah. be in that environment Definitely. so that you have to give them resources and tools. We have uh, at Nationwide Associate Resource Groups where it's hundreds of women. It yeah. is a sisterhood. Wow. And that is something you have to have because as you go through the difficulties of learning and growing, who do you trust? Us. Yeah. And typically we want to have people that we know look like us, feel like us, internalize things the way that we do. It really helps the road to uh, perfecting your journey yeah. in your career. Speaking of journey mm -hmm. and perfecting that journey, um, obviously you guys are very, you know, you're at the top, top tier right now, but I'm sure you've had to... <laughs> You've had to, you know, take a few stumbles and maybe maybe take some calculated risks along the way. Can you tell me about a time in your careers where you took a risk and it paid off? Yeah. Uh, sure. Look, yeah. I got a job and I'm very happy. So, uh, you know, listen, it's it, it, like people discount honesty. Mm -hmm. And so there was a young woman and I won't say what company um, it's that she knows who she is. And she looked at me after I had. Uh, completed every number and every task and you you put a hurdle I jumped that and oh now it's a 400 meter hurdle not 200 right and they keep changing the yeah. rules um and they I was told to my face that they didn't know if I was a leader if people would follow me 
I'm like, me? Fabulous Michelle Thornton. <laughs> um, but I was I appreciated her honesty because yeah. then I knew it was time to leave. Yes. Because unless you manage people in this business, you're really not gonna get ahead. Not only that, my promise to my dad was that I would advocate for someone who looked like me. And if I don't have the power to hire someone else, then I can't really can't do that. It's hard to yeah. do, right? Okay. And so she gave me the the gift of honesty. Okay. And so I took a coach that they had given me that they weren't gonna promote me anyway, and we put a plan together for me to move. Mm. And I I tell anybody looking at this or listening to this, we talk about our goals and dreams all the time. We don't etch them out like a playbook. If you want to win the championship, you put a play on the board and you place the men and the people and the women where you want them to be. And we don't do that for ourselves. And so I put a little plan together in writing on a board that I could see every single day. And that board led me to Viacom and to BET. It's like a vision board, but to the next level. What? And I, and I executed (laughs) it and I looked at it and I put the people and players up there that could help me get to where I needed to be. But I appreciated her honesty, although it wasn't what I wanted to hear based on my contribution to them. Um, And so I decided to leap um, from a really big brand to a brand that people said I would uh, go and it was just black. It wasn't you know, big enough or, you know, you couldn't grow there. People wouldn't respect it. And I use that. And now I'm at another make. So shame on you for thinking that. I'm just saying, hey, it's two snaps up. Let's go. (laughs) Right. So uh, for me, I would say, yes, I've definitely taken some risk. Um, And it goes in the, uh, the fashion of you know, you have to get comfortable with being uncomfortable sometimes. Mm. Anytime you learn and grow, you are going to be stretched. And it is a risk, especially in corporate America, because it is your brand and you are only as good as the last accomplishment yeah. in right. many cases. Yeah. And so when you take a risk assignment, you think, OK, well, I could do great and I get great visibility or I could fail. Yeah. And then that's what people will connect my brand and my name with. And so, you know, my advice to young professionals as they come into the workplace is don't be afraid to learn and grow. But as you move to those strategic stretch assignments, mm-hmm. you have to make sure you have proper sponsorship. Mm-hmm. Who's going to have your back? Can you talk, Who can you is going to talk to you about mistakes and what you what they see ahead so that they can prepare you for that landmine yeah. or that opportunity as you move forward? Because it's real. You got me excited. I'm like, yes, sponsorship. Yeah. Um, a lot of there have been a lot of conversations that I've had with women recently where we've talked about mentorship and we've talked about sponsorship. For those out there who maybe aren't familiar, what's the difference between the two? Oh, I'd love to take that one because people <laughs> think, oh, who's your mentor? And I need a mentor, first of all. Everybody doesn't really need to be your mentor. I have seen uh, in conference rooms and settings where we talk about talent and they may say, well, so-and-so is having some difficulty with, well, that's not the place to bring up something like that. So you need to be careful who a mentor is. I would say mentorship is more in the realm of, let me choose a person that that I can confide in Mm -hmm. for my own career development. Typically, I instruct people, where do you want to go? Choose a mentor who's already in that field, someone that can help you navigate those waters. Sponsorship is quite different. Who's going to have your back when you're not in the meeting? Who's going to be able to speak for you and talk good about you, the the accomplishments you've made when you're not there to represent yourself? That's the difference. And sponsorship is so important. Yeah. I just want to, because 
like to land on that point is so critical. 90% of the decisions made about most of us we're not in the room, 90%. So that's yeah. like never. Yeah. Um, and, I, and I just want to add one word, and it's advocacy, because a lot of times we think that we need these big titles and this great relationship when all I really need for you to do is pick up the phone and make a call make or call. send one email. If you open the door, I can do the rest because that's I'm right. qualified and I've prepared for the moment. And the last word that I will use is champion, because when people know how to win, then they can help you win as well. So mm. I now try and find champions. Yes, I love that. Sponsors and champions. Yes. yes. <laughs> yep. Absolutely. So ladies, um, during your journey, I'm sure you've picked up a lot of wisdom along the way from some of those challenges and some of those calculated risks. Um, what are a couple of rules that you maybe have for navigating your career that like that have held true for all these years? I um I have an acronym that I use called ASK. Okay. The A stands for authenticity. Whatever you choose to do, you have to be your authentic self. To me, that wraps in your passion. Um, I believe that each one of us are gifted in unique ways. And when we stay true to our gift, yeah. doors will be open for us. Yeah. The S stands for being strategic. You know, you have to, as you've talked about, map out your career, put mm. it down on in writing, understand what you want to do and your pathway to get there. So be strategic about your career. And K stands for knowledgeable. Study to show yourself approved. Yeah. Whatever goal you have, whatever job, whatever career profession you're after, you have to know it. And there are ways with the internet today, you can find out pretty much anything. <laughs> I see people in conference room meetings with their computer. I'm like, I know you Googling that. Okay. You know, in real time, <laughs> real time you're finding it out. Yeah. And, and that comes down to the word ask. Okay. And for a lot of women, especially our African-American young women are afraid to ask so because true. they don't want anyone to think they don't know, or maybe I should know. There is nothing wrong with asking. Have yourself a, like a, your own little board of directors is what I call it, where you have people who are advocating for you. And that's a safe place to ask the question. I love that. ASK. Thank you. I'm gonna, that's, that's I love that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just, it's right. three, very, and the authenticity conversation, I feel like that's so important mm -hmm. for so many black women and just anyone um, coming into spaces where we don't see ourselves mm -hmm. and you don't want to drop all that authenticity off at the door, right. you know, <laughs> like it's, that's why you're right. here. You got to bring it to the table. Yeah. Um, what about you? So a few, I don't, I don't have an acronym. That was dope. That's good. And I acronym everything. You could ask all my no, friends. I, I love it. Uh, so that, I love that. Um, so I think the first thing, and I try and give things that people don't normally think of, but I'll say the first rule that I've learned are the most powerful people in the room answer the phones and pick up the trash mm -hmm. and they deliver the mail because right. they're seeing correspondence about you. They're hearing things because they're so invisible because you're so important and walking around and you're chattering and you're in the bathroom and you don't even realize that the cleaning lady is my girl and yeah. she just told me how you really feel about me. Yeah. And I really want the next generation to understand that our ancestors wore uniforms just like theirs for us to have this opportunity. Please don't discount them. Please don't let them be invisible. Please see them. Please make them your friends. Listen. Okay? So that's <laughs> rule number one that yeah. I had to learn because yeah. um, I'm so important, right? No, I'm not. It's ridiculous. Um, and rule number two is that what I've learned is that I walk in the door and I take a seat at the table that I've earned, but I shut up and I listen Yeah, that's a good and one. I ask questions because if you don't listen, then you can't understand what the culture is. If you don't understand the culture, you cannot create a strategy, mm. period. 
And every place is different. If you Google the word culture, it actually says it's the environment that is created by the circumstances in which you're in. It's not tied to a color or a race or a curly hair. It's tied to the environment. Now, a lot of us create culture because we we create an environment that is so dope, right? And I would say the last thing um, or the last rule uh, that I live by and I had to painfully learn this is I stopped walking in fear, Mm -hmm. um, and titles. And I started understanding that God had an assignment for me. So you don't get to determine what success looks like for me. So I don't mind asking for what I've earned. I don't mind dressing in my authentic hue and wearing my hair the way I want to and wearing big earrings to a table because I have an assigned seat at the movie theater and you really can't have it. Um, But that's a learned trait. We walk in so much fear because what we feel like is if we make a mistake, then we shouldn't have been drafted. But when other people make a mistake, they just had a bad day. And I no longer feel that way. I should be in the room. I'm supposed to be in the room. I've earned a right to be in the room. And I walk with that attitude, not arrogance, just Mm -hmm. confidence, confidence, confidence. So those are my three rules. Yes. Okay, I'm 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 absorbing. I'm letting it sink in for a minute. Because I mean, I, I just think. You just you guys just have so much wisdom, particularly, you know, where you're at and from different perspectives. But you did say something earlier about culture, specifically workplace culture. Um, And while we do create culture and we, you know, we create our environments. What about those people out there who are maybe come into environments in the workplace that are a little toxic? How do you navigate that space? How do you how do you get to a point where um, you can kind of control the culture a little bit or change it or shift it because I'm sure there are a lot of people out there who you know they're in these jobs and maybe they feel like they don't have any control you know I had an opportunity to do a commencement speech at Houston Tilliston University in May I guess or June um, 4,000 amazing students and I, I told them I was like the number one question asked to me by millennials is they don't understand me I can't be my authentic self yeah. here you can't but someplace you can and every place is not meant for you so to go in and not understand what you're getting into because you didn't ask the right questions at the interview is shame on you Right. Like unless you just really need a job and if you just really need a job, then you just do the best you can. You compromise, but you're not going to be successful if the culture does not accept you. Mm -hmm. If you don't understand that there's a little give and take, it's not selling out. It's just getting a job, paying your bills until you get to the place you really need to be. I bet you both of us have had jobs. Five, 10, 15. We're like, yo, this thing is so like, whack. Is but I just need to get through this. It's a great learning. Yes, the money I'm is learning. good. I'm getting, I gotta right? pay the bills. I, I gotta, gotta pay the bills. Yeah. And, but you're, and then the last piece of that is you can't show your frustration or your anger. It's a game in yeah. these streets. You just gotta get through it and smile every Oakland. day. Oakland but it's true. Out, but it's so I'll true. tell you, everyone can tell you, I come into the job every day. Good morning. How are you doing? Amazing. And That's I don't right. be really probably like you that much. But it's my, you don't get to rob me of my spirit and my joy. I control that. Mm. And that also controls how you feel about me. Because as soon as you say have a a black, angry attitude, you know, we're not going nowhere. So you just got to control your own situation, your output, how you respond. And then you just make moves. That's right. Okay. You know, you, you talk about confidence. It's um, essential 
in any line of business, you got to know who you are. Right. You got to know your worth. And when you walk in that confidence, I think that is step number one, coming into an environment or a culture that may be somewhat toxic. Yeah. Um, I think in having to deal with the situation, and I think you're right, we probably have both had to deal with somewhat of toxic cultures. Um, for me personally, if it doesn't go, if it doesn't jive with who I am, I'm a confronter. Yeah. I can't sit and swallow it. I can't just come in every day and things are wrong. Um, but know that the culture is made up of a set of values and behaviors that those people have agreed to operate in. And when you see something that's toxic, meaning it's out of the norm and it shouldn't be that way, we have to call it out. That's right. And yeah. when you call it out, be prepared, you know, <laughs> yeah. because it's not always easy when yeah. you call something out. Um, I think about personally, I dealt with that situation and it actually caused me to say, I have to leave this organization. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to yeah. go. It is not who I am. I don't like dealing with this. In fact, I don't have to. I had enough confidence to know I can create options and get another job. Right. Yeah. What happened to me, though, is someone who found value inside of me that I didn't necessarily see myself called me and talked to me about why I was leaving. And when they had that conversation, they said, you are running. And until you deal with these situations, you'll find that you'll keep coming up against them. Ooh, deal read. with it now. What a read. It was a read. <laughs> yeah. And I thought, I, I think they're right. Yeah. And so I took that advice, dealt with the situation, and uh, it got better. Okay. Uh, the people who were giving me such heartburn left the organization, and I was able to move forward and excel. So wow. you can learn. You know, all pain is not necessarily to an end result. There is learning in pain. Mm. So embrace the situation. Sit back and understand what it is and then work through how do you strategically get better for yourself. Got it. And I, I just, it's such a good point because it maybe it was just a culture of that department, but not mm -hmm. the entire company. Exactly. And it's you true. do have to be able to, yeah. that's, it's such an amazing point yeah. that people need to realize that this is the, not the, um, this is not the entire company feeling yeah. this way. Got it. You have to have enough you know, intuition to know that the dynamic between, exactly, you know, exactly. Exactly. exactly a couple of people. Absolutely. And, yeah. Your team it, or your boss. Really That's important exactly point. what yeah, it is. That is really definitely important. Yeah. Um, so August 22nd is black women's equal pay day. Yeah, girl. Mm -hmm. Listen. And thank listen, you for that listen. article on essence. To oh, yes. thank you. Yes. On my phone. Oh, Amazing. Yes. Thank yes. you. It's important. <laughs> I mean, obviously it's important to us. Yes. Um, I want to talk about the wage gap. Um, obviously there's so many factors involved in this. And of course this is not our own doing, but I do think there might be ways we can kind of navigate, you know, whether that's advocating for ourselves, figuring out how to do that salary negotiating mm -hmm. and what advice do you have for black women to make sure that they're getting paid what they're worth? You know, I think that this is a very, very important topic mm -hmm. because everyone needs to know their worth and feel that they're getting their worth. So the fact that we're talking about it, that there's awareness about it is step number one, yeah. because it's been you know, it's prevalent and we've been dealing with it, but no one has been able to really close it. So being aware, I think, is number one. What I find with women in general, you know, it's, uh, you know, for example, it, Women will decide if they put in for a new job, they have to be 100% ready for it. I know what this is called. Yeah. Men, 
Guilty. 40, I can do that. 40, 50%. <laughs> I, 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 I can, can do, do the job. Yeah, exactly. So we yeah. have to sometimes get out of our own way and yeah. push ourselves to say, I may not be 100% ready, but I'm 60, 75%, and I can learn on the fly and get to where I need to get to. But I also think the other thing that we can do that is real is teach better negotiation skills yes. to women. Yes. Because just because someone says, this is what I want to give to you, doesn't mean that that's what I have to accept. Where is the art of influence and in negotiating to say, this is what I know I'm worth. I've done my his, uh, my uh, investigation, my study. Yeah. This job pays this in the market. So when we have those set of skills, we're better able to articulate our worth and get paid more. Amen. Yeah, that's, that's such yeah. a, so I'm just going <laughs> to piggyback on that and then just bring up one other point. You know, with the internet and social media and all of the information, there really is no reason that we don't know benchmark, right? Well, what, we what we should get, be. what we should, yeah. um, and then we just add our experience. And when you talk numbers to people, they already know, like 28% of the people in this industry are getting paid this. And I'm actually in the 42% yeah, because I did them. this and this is a, and yeah. you look, I brought an old pay stub, pay stub to a negotiation, say, look, I know wait, what I want. You I did. I love that. You know, my back pocket. And, um, <laughs> I, and I actually, yes. I was like, if you can't meet this, I understand that I'm not the right person. That's right. But the other thing that we have to do for one another, if I know a, a, a sister is coming into my company, sis, this is how much money I make. This is what my bonus is. I'm not embarrassed. And you might make more money than me, but that's okay because I'm, I know okay. what I'm able yeah. to do. And we don't want to share personal information with somebody that we're advocating for. Why not? Yes, why not? We got to let our ego down. We have to be vulnerable sometimes or we're not going to help the next person next to us. Yes. And I, I just, you know, I've done that for friends and I've called people. I was like, well, how much are you there? They don't want to. I was like, why not? Because you're not, you're not helping me. That's right. So I made a vow to myself that I, I have no problem sharing um, my income if I know that I can trust you with the information and it's going to actually advocate it. Absolutely. Yeah. We got to, we got to do that for one another. I call that radical transparency. Hello? Yes. Yeah. And it shouldn't be good. radical. And then give me you 5% know, because, be because radical, I gave you is. some information. Right. Can right. I get paid for that? <laughs> uh, and then the last piece I want to <laughs> yes. say is this, is that you have to work for a brand that allows you to be yourself, to allow you to write a book, to allow mm -hmm. you to sit here on a couch like Endeavor supports myself, like they support Port Bozeman because guess what? We're meeting amazing people, That's amazing right. brands. We're in this business. So why not let us why be not? our best selves? We're bringing value to you. We're bringing value to us. Black women are the number one growing segment of entrepreneurs yes, in the world. Yes. Let me be that. Yeah. Let me do my thing. Let me be authentic. Let me yeah. be boo-woo, right? Let me elevate your brand. Let me elevate your <laughs> brand. Elevate and your a brand. lot of people try and squash that. And it's, yeah. it's an honor to work for a company that allows me to do this on a work day because they understand they that I'm this is this is this is what it is. That's right. I'm sitting with Essence. I'm sitting with Nationwide. You know, I'm gonna call her about right. some business. That's right. Okay, this is my We're here to protect you. Exactly. Okay, and we're here to elevate your brand into culture. Right. Come on now. Nationwide is on your side. Exactly. Oh. And look, and Endeavor's gonna be Nationwide is on your side. <laughs> We could do this all day, but I know y'all got things to do. I have things to do as well. We all got things to do. But um, finally, I want to know what advice, what lasting advice can do you have for black women who are trying to be advocates, better advocates for themselves? You ready to go? Yeah. Um, you got into it a little bit so with the equal pay. You know what? And I look and. 
what I love about being who I am and being 53 is that I'm not afraid to talk about who my savior, my Lord and savior is. And I don't do anything in the morning until I kneel down and I ask him even about this. Can it just change one life? Can you do something for someone? And so I would say, you got to get in touch with whatever you believe in or whoever your maker is or what you got to get connected to that Mm. and be grounded in something other than trying to look good for other people, yes. do things for other people. If we took one hour a day back from people who only take and don't give, we would be whoever we wanted to be. I wrote a book in six months because I took an hour back from people who didn't really value, honor, or know me. Mm. And so I say take an hour back for yourself. I love that. Unapologetically. Like that. Yeah. And watch how whoever you believe in works in your life. Unapologetically is the, Period. That's the key. I, I, I think you said it. So I'll piggyback on that. I think um, knowing your purpose mm, yeah. and who you are is, is it's uh, table stakes. You have to know that. Um, for me, I do the same. There is not a morning that I start my day without prayer and meditation yeah. because you don't know, especially in human resources, every day is different. <laughs> different. And you got to remain calm. With, so I, I got to start there. <laughs> yes. So, you know, with that, um, I do that. But the number one thing I hear from mostly millennials, uh, young women, they come into my office and they want to know, how can I get ahead? Yeah. What is it going to take for me to move forward in this organization, in any organization? And I always tell them, bloom where you're planted. Oh, that's one of my favorites. Because yeah. it, good work gets noticed. You know, and I don't want to underestimate the power that we have in doing a great job because that will get you noticed for the next assignment. So a lot of times people will look at things and say, it's outside of me, it's far from me, and really it's right here with you. Just do the best you can do. Um, Continue to work with people and surround yourself with people who speak positivity into your life. And I think that that's a recipe for success. Well, ladies, thank you so much for giving me your wisdom, your time. I hope everybody out there, you know, that you got got a little inspired today. Um, where can people learn more about either the companies you work for or if you're your own personal brand? Yeah. <laughs> where can people learn more about you? Actually, um, nationwide.com. There are tons of jobs out there that we uh, put out for postings. Please take a look. Um, Vanita Clements is my name, Senior VP for Human Resources. Feel free to contact me. I'm always on the hunt for good people. I already got Vanita's cell phone number. So look, Endeavor.com, you know, you guys, we're we're, we're so easy to find. And then I would say for me, it's strategic.com is my handle, my website. So like Uh, strategy, but strategic. Yeah, strategic. Uh, And then I just want to thank Essence and I want to thank Nationwide because these conversations can't happen unless brands have the courage to, to have them. So thank um, both for letting me see the Thank you, ladies. Thank Thank you. you. Yes, it's been a pleasure. (laughs) Well, that's about it. Thank you so much for making time. If you have a burning question or two, just email me at unbossedessence.com. Tell me about a woman in your life who inspires you to be unbossed. Or if you don't want to email, comment on social media using the hashtag unbossedpodcast. And please, please, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Say nice things. Say constructive things, please. Okay. See you guys later.